Hello, and thank you for checking out a brand new episode of This Is Just A Phase. I'm your humble host, Jonathan Kent. Before we get started with this episode, I want to remind you that not only can you listen to this podcast on Spotify, but that we're also available on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Um, You can head over to our Facebook group at This Is Just A Phase for updates on current and past episodes of the podcast, as well as merch opportunities, touring schedules from bands being featured, the occasional music video, and whatever else we feel like putting up on there. If, for whatever reason, uh, Facebook isn't your thing, you can also check us out on Instagram at This Is Just A Phase Podcast as well as TikTok at T-I-J-A-P podcast. Um, If you want to hit me up directly with a question, concern, or if you want to be on the podcast, you can hit me up directly at thisisjustaphasepodcast at gmail.com. I check it about once or twice a day, so I'll make sure to return your message in a timely and quick manner. (laughs) Um. But one last thing before we get started, if you want to head over to Bandcamp and check out the label that I co-own with Mike Rodemoyer called This Is Just A Record Label, you can do so at thisisjustarecordlabel.bandcamp.com and check out brand new releases from Hellephant, um, Dave Strong, The Plan B's, The Prozacs, Gatlin, and Letters, as well as three amazing compilations that we put out. Again, that page is this is just a record label.bandcamp.com. Well, with all that being said, Jay, let's go. On this extremely fun episode, one of my best buddies comes back for a fourth time, Nick Spoon from Lesser Creatures. He came back to promote their split with the Hawaiians, due out July 8th via Last Exit Records in Europe and Mom's Basement Records in the U.S. But just like the previous three times, the conversation derails into us clowning on each other making one another laugh, and just generally having a good time. We cover a lot of ground in a short amount of time, and we do get to topics such as writing songs quick and not overthinking, 
getting to work with Joe Queer, what his wife thinks about him writing songs about himself, and much more. So please sit back and enjoy this very fun and loose episode of This Is Just a Phase. Here's a song from that upcoming split with the Hawaiians, song called Brains on Toast. Enjoy. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going, Johnny? Hey, good. How you doing, Spoonie? <laughs> good now. Yeah, doing, doing good. better man. now, man? Yes, sir. Got the day off work, called in sick. You know, that's always uh, a good thing. There you go. Sometimes we just need that day. You know what I mean? Just to, like, say fuck it and not just go in. Yeah, I decided yesterday when I was at work, I was not going to be at work today. You know? <laughs> So it was premeditated. <laughs> yeah, I could feel the illness creeping up on me, you know? One of those types of... <laughs> you could feel it in your chest coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, I do legit have a dentist appointment, but I, I had other stuff to do, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's just good, just like kind of like a mental health day, too. Like, when you're just like, you know what, I'm not... I'm not really fucking feeling this, dude. Like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, And if, if people... Are who love to go to work there's something wrong with those people you know yeah unless you genuinely like what you do like i always thought like if i i would i would enjoy my job if i like had my own business like if i had like my own record store yeah but then it would probably turn into something you would not enjoy. <laughs> yeah like, true slowly over time you know i'm just kidding but i'm yeah. just saying like i'm jealous of those people who actually have found something that they and like their alarm goes off and they're not, you know, full of hate. You know? Yeah. But you know what though? Like those kinds of people, they, 
they probably genuinely don't really have to work. Yeah, you know or they went I mean? to school and they're smart enough to have an option. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like maybe they won the lottery or something and just work part time somewhere because like they enjoy doing it. You know, like they're not struggling. You know. Oh yeah. Fucking bastards. So you're working in the afternoons now. Yeah, I've been working in the evenings. Yeah, I I uh, got a job back in February. And uh, it's at a local convenience store, like right on the border of PA in Ohio. Oh, cool. <laughs> and uh, I started, well, because I had my own vehicle, but then I got into an accident last year, uh-huh. like right before we fucking bought the house. And uh-huh. so we're still down to one car. So, which is our, which is our, um, which is our SUV. So... My wife needs that during the day, so I had to find something that was, like, off her schedule. Okay. So, she works till, like, 4.30 and then gets home around 5, and then I leave at 5.30, and, and you know, I won't get home till like, usually, like, 12.30. So, you get to see all the freaks. That's when the freaks wake up is in the afternoon. Yeah. I, we get a couple. Like, there's this, like, <laughs> weird hotel across the street, like, kind of like oh, a sketchy cool. hotel. Oh, really? Like one of those like hotels you just go for bad things. <laughs> yeah, like you pay forty five dollars a night to stay in, like just some like no one's sleeping. <laughs> no, there's fucking probably prostitutes and 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 like lot lizards. Like a lot of like truck drivers like will stay oh, there. Cool. And, like, yeah, that makes for great people watching and all kinds of interesting characters. Oh yeah! Last week I watched a fist fight happen between a a, a mom and her son. <laughs> That's America, baby. Why yeah, dude, Midwest pride, over? dude. Midwest fucking pride, man. Happy birthday, you son of a bitch, dude! And like, like I watched the <laughs> I watched the son. Like he was like a heavier set dude, like kind of like scrawny, uh-huh. and like and at first, like I, I should point out, like we're not supposed to get involved. Like, if there's, like, shit going on in the parking lot, uh-huh. we're really not supposed to get involved unless it looks like it's a serious situation. Right. Um, but I had happened to be outside <laughs> on a smoke break. Mm-hmm. And the car pulls up. To I, the I'm pump. sure you're outside on the smoke break uh, most of the time. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Not, 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 not usually until the end, towards the end of the night when I have more free time to smoke. Okay. But, okay. Uh, Sorry but, to interrupt. Yeah, no, it was my 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 five minute smoke break. You know, we were we were a little bit on the slow side, so I stepped out and and I always work with like, you know, one or two other people because <laughs> we're full service. We're like a convenience store, like we have like a sandwich, like a place to get sandwiches and food and stuff okay. like that. So you're not like alone. Yeah, I'm not alone. Not like when I used to work at another convenience store when I still lived in Pennsylvania. Right, but, okay. but that's that's a story for another. I used to work at midnights, and that was a, quite an adventure in itself. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, but the, the store that I was working on, like I just happened to be out on my smoke break, and I watched this dude get out of his car, and they're screaming at each other, and then I watched him like haymake puncher, dude, and I'm just like, oh fuck, dude. So and, I'm and- like, I'm and like, she telling them, like does she go down or what? No, like she got like stunned. And then she turned around and started smacking the shit out of him. How old are they? Like, I'd say she's probably 
probably a little older than me or like my age, and the kid was probably about like twenty twenty one. Because oh. oh, I had wow. seen I had seen her in the store before, but I hadn't seen him. Mm-hmm. So she like starts smacking the shit out of him, and I'm smoking the cigarette, going, "Okay, what are my next steps?" <laughs> like you know, like, cigarette. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm standing here smoking a cigarette right outside the door of the of the place I work. Okay, what have I done? You know, like, like what, what, what? Like what will I have done now? Like okay, so at first I'm like when they were they start then they start screaming at each other, and I was like, "Hey, you two got to go! Like you can't be doing this shit here! Like you got to go!" <laughs> and then the kid was like, "You mind your own fucking business," and I'm like, "Okay." So I start walking towards him because I'm like, you know what, this kid's gonna learn. No, so I walk towards him, and he's like. He's walking towards me, and I'm like, you don't want this. Like, you don't want none of this, kid. <laughs> like, you know, I flick my cigarette out. Like, I'm, I'm like, like a movie. I'm loving it. Okay, Yeah, like, on. I'm like, no, this isn't going to happen. So he, like, he starts backpedaling when, once I said that. And, like, the wife starts, or the, the mother starts telling me, like, mind your business. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell him to get the fuck out of here. If you don't, I'm going to call the cops. Well, they so they don't leave. So I called the I called nine one one, and we're like in this little like township. So there's like a township police department. So like I called them, and then like you know they they know that I called. I said I called, so they left. But I know they're across the street at that hotel. Uh, so when the cop came, they, I told okay, the my cop theory where is, they were. what's that? I think- I think that it, it's a husband and wife, just a very big age discrepancy. No, no, I knew it was her son because she had been in before and she said something about her son. He likes strawberry milk. Maybe she didn't get him strawberry milk and that's what started it all. Maybe, but when the cop came, I gave the cop my story. He goes across the street, talks, and he comes back over. He asked if we could get the camera film. I said, oh. I don't have access to the film you have to get it from the manager in the morning. Like, there's no manager on duty. We have no way of pulling that film out and, like, timestamping it and giving it to you. Management has to do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he's like, okay, so he's going to come back tomorrow and he's going to get the film. So he leaves. The rest of the night, it's like, this happens at, like, quarter to 11. I get off work at 12. So, like, the last, like, hour and 15 minutes of my shift, like, I'm like, that, that happens. And then, like, we have to do the rest of our stuff to close and people are still coming in. And I was just like, after the end of that night, I was like, you know what? I'm done. And ever since then, I haven't seen those people at all. (laughs) I haven't seen them since. So that's my, that's my latest story, uh, adventure of working in a convenience store. I'm sure there's a different, you know, different wild weirdness every day. You know what? It's not usually. I mean, there's those sketchy people that come in that you kind of have to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, it's a lot of people getting off of work and going to work. So a lot of it is like your regulars. Like there's the guys uh-huh. that just get off of work, like the guys that are like, and it's a lot of people who are like construction workers or alcoholics alcoholics a lot of alcoholics because we're allowed to sell beer in convenience stores in ohio so yeah 
Um, a, lot of, do, do, like, a lot of motherfuckers like buy scratch off tickets. Oh, scratch off tickets all night, dude. We just had these two God. dudes come in last night. They probably spent like $400 on scratch off tickets, dude. I, I don't want to be judgmental, but those are the worst people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, the, sp- spend 400 to win three. Like, it's, <laughs> it's dumb. It's American capitalism at its finest, dude. It's like that little, like, hope of maybe this time I'll win. Yeah. You're not going to win. <laughs> the most I've ever won is $85 when the first trip we went to Vegas, me and my wife, we went to go see my brother and his wife. And we we flew out there and it was the first time either of us had been to Vegas. And um I think that I think we might have talked about it the first time you we were on. Um but yeah, I won like $80 and I instantly cashed out and my wife starts <laughs> laughing and goes you're playing on house money, John. You spent ten dollars and you won eighty. You're like, yeah, and now and, I'm gonna eat. And now free. I'm gonna <laughs> use this for dinner later. Um, okay, right. <laughs> but then she convinced me to like keep playing. So then I played for like four hours and we walked walked out with no money. <laughs> well, at least you had a good time. But know? then I had a good time. Yeah, I'm just sitting at like slot machines and shit, chain smoking cigarettes, drinking free drinks as they come around and. Yeah, you know, drop. I need a Vegas get ten or whatever. <laughs> oh man, I'm dying to get to Vegas again, dude. We, I went last year by myself because the first two times we wow, went by yourself. Well, because okay, so the first two times Ari went with me. Uh-huh. This time she did it. She kind of like surprised me. She was like, because I had like a lot of shit going on. And she knew I was missing my brother, so she was like, "You know what? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get you. Let you go out for a couple days." So she bought me a ticket for. It was like I think I went out for like three days. Wow! So she just like let me kind of just go and hang out, and I stayed with my brother and his wife for like like three nights, and you know I came back. So okay, I'm imagining you like alone <laughs> at like a casino. Like- no, no, like I wasn't like held up in like the fucking like you know. Like, you're just in, like, a room getting room service for three days. Yeah, just chilling <laughs> on Fremont, like, ah, just get all coped out. <laughs> Got, like, some like some meth from some Hells Angels over there and some shit. Yeah, it's just fucking, just, just fucking free base and fucking Come back with, like, all silver teeth and, like, cool tattoos on your ears. Can you imagine? <laughs> Start getting face tattoos and shit. <laughs> Be like, honey, what happened in Vegas is coming home. I come back with <laughs> dyed silver hair and shit. Like... Your eyeballs tattooed. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Oh, God. So, listener, if you haven't caught on yet, I'm talking to Nick Spoon from Lesser Creatures. Are we recording? Just kidding. <laughs> well, I'm keeping all this shit in, dude. Mm-hmm. You know how I do. You know I don't edit much. This is the this is the dirt right here. Yeah, this is the fucking fuck Motley Crew. This is the real dirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think And uh, just like I was telling, just like I was telling you earlier, Nick, I want the listener to know this is your fourth time on the podcast. Yeah, and this is the first time sober on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you're wait, 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 you're sober. <laughs> well. 
<laughs> yeah. You've been I, hitting yeah, some ultras, dude. Don't lie to me. No, no, no ultras. No, no ultras. ultras today. You're um, getting, you, you, you're as getting I told you, with... what's that? <laughs> so you're getting me without the sedation. Not sedation. This is just pure on spoony. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's a little odd. But but we'll, <laughs> we'll make do, I guess. <laughs> I guess we'll make do. And um, as I mentioned, you're the fourth time you've been on the podcast. You join your good friend Zach Buzzkill and Jay Prozac in the four-time club. Hell yeah. How does that make you feel? It makes, you know what? That's like the, the better than having a kid. Better yeah. than having a kid. <laughs> don't tell your kids that. <laughs> well, well, they don't need to know. But yeah, it's like having a fourth kid. It's like know? having a fourth kid. Like you're a regular man. Hell yeah! I, I don't even like think about what we're going to talk about or anything. I just wing it. You know what? I I didn't this time. I mean, the the, <laughs> the the other times you came on, I did, and they never like my outline never panned itself out. I know I'd be like, I want to talk about this or that, but then just never get to it. You know, just never get to it. Just like you know what, it's just going to be me and Spoonie talking for an hour and not making any fucking sense. That's right. That's, That's... what we do. <laughs> well, you were... mostly for people who are just chilling, anyways, or driving or at work, pretending to do their job. Exactly. And you know what? It was cool when when you were first when we first started talking, which was God seems like forever ago. Um, you were one of the first guests on the podcast. So yeah, it, but... it, That's it, right. Yeah, you were episode three. You and Zach. Hell yeah. Yeah, and what was what made it really cool was that like we had we had talked so many times before, and like I wanted my first couple guests to be people that like I could have a natural conversation with, like yeah. people that I had a rapport with, and it was it started off it was my best friend Sam, then it was Jay, and then it was you and Zach. Fuck yeah, that's yeah. and it, and that's what's good about your podcast. It just it was just organic. You know what? And I wanted it to be like that. Like there were some like I, I I early on I tried to stick to like a formula like this, this, that, the other thing. And mm-hmm. you know what? After a while I just realized, you know what? I like the organic approach because like I don't know, every episode feels different. Right. Every episode will feel different and have a different feel to it. And like so like I've been now what your episode eighty two. Crazy. Crazy. I told my wife that this morning. 82. That's a lot. That's a lot of episodes, dude. It is in a short time. You know? Yeah, a little over two years, man. I launched the end of, I think the first episode came out May 26th of 2021. Damn. Yep. Yep. Well, and I, I think you'll get at least another 82 easily, bro. Yeah, before I kick the beans, man. <laughs> well you gotta try for it you know yeah i gotta try to get to like 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 164 is the magic number <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah oh uh, but you know what you should do is you should have the all the me zach and jay on for episode 100 you know what that would be pretty fucking cool they will all be five timers oh five timers oh <laughs> you know we're gonna make that shit. we're gonna make that happen that's gonna be episode 100 that would be nice yes you heard it here folks <laughs> episode 100 nick zach and jay 
five-time club. <laughs> That'd be really cool, actually. Dude, my nipples just got hard. I'm <laughs> so excited. <laughs> Jay's been staying real busy, it looks like. You know? Oh, dude, that man, that man's work ethic is fucking crazy. We were just talking mm-hmm. about I had the guys from Space Age Zeros on, and we were yeah. talking about that. Like he, His work ethic might only be rivaled by, like, Nick No. Right, like it's like borderline compulsion. Just constantly work. Every time I turn around, Jay's sending me songs and like sending me demos, and he's like, "Yeah, we're recording today, and we're you know, doing my, practice here." And it's my crazy. thumbs hurt from hitting the like button so many damn times. He's got so many posts. I'm like, "Oh, there's another post." Like, love, like, 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 <laughs> like, 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 and like I said, like he sends me stuff, so I got a heart emoji. And then uh-huh. I got a thumb emoji, and then like, <laughs> you know, because like, because working with him, like, like, like I did with with uh, Welcome to Camp Cheerful, like he is, like he wanted that stuff out, like he wanted that stuff out desperately. He wanted to close that chapter of of, of the Prozacs. Mm-hmm. First That's twenty good. years, yeah, first twenty years, he was like done, and now the stuff he's sending me is just like. It's a whole new like era for him. That's good, man. His songs are like starting with last year, like starting with the last solo record. Like his stuff is just on next level shit, dude. Like he's on some new shit, <laughs> and it's fucking rad. It's 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 nice that he trusts me, just like you. You trust me too. You send me demos all the time too, mm-hmm. but it's nice to be trusted by somebody that. Of that caliber to like hear the early stages of these songs, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, it it um, Beppo does that with me, and and I and it is really cool. Sometimes you'll 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 hear the finished version, and you like kind of ah, like I missed the demo. It was so stripped down, and just a guitar and vocals or something like that. Sometimes it's it's really it's really great, you know. So it really is cool to see the whole process or. Yeah, you I was have, have friends send you shit, you know. Yeah, it was like that too. Like when when Jay did the the second solo record, and like I had heard those songs right from the beginning. So by the time it got released, and I had, I know, I I ended up buying the copy of it, and it came in the mail, and I'm sitting there looking at the finished product, and I'm going, "Holy shit!" I remember these songs being formed two years before. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so fucking crazy because we were all going through the pandemic and we were all like all of us were chatting constantly you were writing stuff and jay was writing stuff and zach was writing stuff and you guys were all sharing these 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 this process with me and it was like i'm constantly just like pumped up for this this music and watching these things develop and I hadn't ever experienced that outside of being in bands myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I was never really in, you know, other than like, you know, maybe being in the studio hanging out with my dudes that were recording or like hanging out like at a practice and watching them form songs. But watching it from the beginning to the end complete like that, mm-hmm. it was it was pretty it was a pretty fucking awesome time. Like looking back at that whole pandemic area era as fucked up as it was like it was it was kind of awesome yeah oh yeah definitely i i agree with you man and i know that's kind of weird to say but i agree with you totally yeah like Uh, now that we're now that like we're a year out of it like i think i think we're safe to say that like it was a good time 
as far as for people like getting serious about their about their stuff and making their art and being driven yeah i think it was a really good time because there was less distractions people were you were home and and if you wanted to do it now was the time to do it you know Mm -hmm. that's what i think and people are like certain people get stuff done you know yeah those are the ones to watch you know I mean, look at you. You with lesser creatures. You did the split with Grib Deeds in 2020. Then you mm-hmm. did the first. Then you did Volume One, or it, uh, sorry, Issue One in 2021. Then you did Issue Two last year, and yeah. then now you have the split with the Hawaiians. Right, and and honestly, I I almost have to kind of make myself wait a little bit because I've got. Right now, I've got eleven or eleven or twelve songs done for the next one, and I have to sit on them for a minute and make sure I can make it the best I can. And later this year, that's going to come out. Oh, so you're you are going to try to get that out this year? Yes. So we'll have a split and a full length this year. You're crazy, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. You know, like nothing's guaranteed, nothing's promised. You know, and if you if you feel like doing it, I mean, why wait? Just go for it, you know? And I love your approach. Like you're a lot like me in the approach of you don't overthink things when you rec- when you write them. You write them. You you come up with the song. You hammer it out. You fine tune it, and then you're like, you know what? This is good. Right. That's right. If you sit and obsess over a song, I'm I'm not trying to write Stairway to Heaven or you know stuff like that. I just it's fun and it's a it's a creative burst and if you dwell on something too long it kind of sucks the joy out of it for me mm-hmm. you know and i just want to get on to the next thing and and i don't know i, I think at least with music i, I don't want to take it too too serious i mean it, it is fun and and of course i do it with 
with, you know, all the right intentions, I think, you know, doing it for passion or because mm-hmm. I really feel like I need to do it. But then again, at the same time, and it, it's not all that serious. No. You know? And then and then now you also have Zach and Scott, too, where, you know, like you have that support where early on you were doing everything yourself. Yes. Now for drums, we have Lily from the Lily Livers announcement time. Oh, no shit. You got Lily from the Lily Livers. Yes. If you could put in some applause there. Post. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> and that's been so great. I could send a send a song over and she'll knock it out. It's so wonderful. Oh, nice. So new lineup, new uh-huh. approach. Did she play on the is she playing on the split? No. No, that was recorded with Scott. Okay. And um but and like also now we can add some organ. Lily plays organ, so we've got that. It's a little organ flavor in a couple songs. That's so, cool. So it's kind of make broadening broadening our sound and thickening it up, you know. Yeah, you've always kind of you've always kind of dabbled with the keyboards on your sound too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. But this is better because you know she's playing it and not me. Because I, <laughs> I, I, you know, like it's like you know if you're like typing your one finger, I'm one finger on the keyboard. You know, you're you're just finger blasting the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. With one dirty finger, the long dirty finger now. You got the coke now. I just patched on the fucking keyboard with your pinky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Wolf mask while I do it. That's fucking awesome. But like, I I I mean it when I say like you are like probably probably one of the most just you don't overthink songs and your all your songs are good like i haven't come across a song of yours that i don't like thank you 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 write you write tongue-in-cheek you write bluntly um there's always sarcasm and like just but but at the same time like you always look at the bright side of things there's not too many of your songs that are like you know, gloomy, you know what I mean? Like your songs always kind of have like a more upbeat feel to them. Yeah. And and I like, I like the contrast of, of that too, because I know what you're saying. And I, and I, and I appreciate that. Thank you, John. You're welcome, man. Um, Because, you know, if you want to listen to some gloomy shit, you'll, you're not going to listen to me. You're going to listen to some fucking hardcore shit. So yeah. that's not what I do, you know? So I, like I, people, <clears throat> I think I kind of found what I'm good at and, Sometimes my wife will say, damn, your lyrics are quit writing about yourself because I'll, I'll, I have a hard time making up a character sometimes like, oh, I'm going to write a love song about a girl named Veronica. Like, I don't know any Veronicas. I've never loved a girl named Veronica, so I'm not going to write that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, But I mean, there's nothing against that, but that's just not me. You know, so anyways, you could tell what's going on in my life by the song that I write that day. Now, does your wife like know that like, you're writing as a character of yourself, though. Mm, no, she just thinks I'm just a weirdo, honestly. Well, yeah, my wife <laughs> thinks I'm a weirdo, too, but that's either here nor there, because you kind of do, like, yes, I know Nick Spoon as a person. We talk all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> but when you write as lesser creatures, I look at lesser creatures as being you doing lesser creatures. Really? That's interesting. So, like, yes, I know there's there's truth to there's truth to your songs, 
Uh-huh. Especially the song, you know, where you're you're being you're the stay-at-home dad. Right. And, <laughs> you know, like but then there's songs like Back to Meppin. And there's songs like this. So there's like, you know, there's That's true. There's those songs where like, yes, you're a stay-at-home dad, but it's Nick as lesser creatures doing stay-at-home dad. You know, that I guess just, that's interesting. I never thought of it like that. Because uh, like on the new album or the split, there's a song about Jeffrey Dahmer. And like, where did that come from? You know? Yeah, just probably pop culture references. Like we <laughs> all, I mean, punk loves cult, like loves pop culture. You know, I, I, I wrote that song and we went and recorded it. And then the Netflix series about Dahmer came out, right? Oh, with that dude from that Disney show. Yeah, from the American Horror Story or whatever. Remember? Yeah, that that's it. The the kid from the American Horror Story. The other dude I'm thinking of, I think he did um he did somebody else, I think. He did like another serial killer or something. But yeah, it was it was so fucking dark. And I'm thinking, oh, people are gonna think that I was like inspired by this Netflix. And I was like, No, it was way before the Netflix. Well that's like that's like the radio <laughs> doesn't the radio buzzkills have a song about Dahmer too? Yeah. Yeah, some of the lyrics, I want to kiss your severed head. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? Uh, cold cold Inside. I can't remember the name of that's it. That's what it's called. A cold, a cold cold Inside or something like that. Yeah. It was on one of their, it was on one of their CDs. I can't remember which one it is. <laughs> yeah, that's good lyrics. Definitely. Yeah, but, but, but the thing with fiction, though, I mean, punk always drops from what's going in in the moment. You know what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's TV or music or celebrity or, you know, serial killers. I mean, because you have the dark and you have the light. And punk has always kind of copped off of, like, you know, pop culture and, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and there's a there's a lot of really good bands right now. Like, and there's a lot of really good writers. Tons. You know, it's it's kind of... If you don't keep up with it, you'll miss a lot of stuff. Dude, I'm constantly getting exposed to new stuff. And I'm constantly being, you know, people are asking to come on the podcast. And I'm just like, I have to check these bands out. And like, Mm -hmm. but most of the bands I know, most of the people and bands I have on the podcast, I've heard their music. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I'll have some kind. But there's so many new bands coming out. It's like trying to keep up, dude. There's like a feel I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm meaning to check that out. I'm, I'm going to listen to this later. And then I just don't get around to it, you know? Yeah. And it's another good thing that came out of the pandemic, too, is people were like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, let's start a band. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just like, you know what? This is like the perfect time for me to write music and come up with an idea and get my friends involved. And things are, you know, people are going back to playing in basements and fucking like rental halls. And it's like the scene was when i was 15 16 years old yeah it, it, it's it's almost it's slowly like the pandemic didn't happen you know it's getting to that yeah point. we were in a mall the other day and i was like look around like there's no one wearing a mask and it's kind of like it's like it's almost like it never you know what i mean it's a good thing you know yeah like people are starting to go back to normal and like everybody concentrates on all the negativity that's happening in the world but like there's a lot of great shit going on now You know, people just seem to be, at least in my case, like, people just seem to be a lot more friendlier, and they, you know, they're much quicker to have a conversation with you, Mm -hmm. 
you know, even if it's like just like they're getting a pack, like somebody's getting a pack of cigarettes at work and they happen to hear the song that's playing overhead or, you know, they hadn't seen me like when I when I was out for surgery, you know, people were like, you know, always, hey, man, where have you been? Are you OK? I heard you got, you know what I mean? Like people right. legit, people you know legit fucking cared and it was cool. You know, it's, it's crazy that what you're saying, is, it, it it's really true, but if you look at, like, the news, or if you think in terms of Republicans or Democrats, then it kind of, it's a different shift, because when you think like that, people are ugly, but on an individual basis, or if you're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you're not judging them by what they're, like, you know, under the surface. Like, you're only getting what you're getting within that moment. Right, and if you take like religion and 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 politics and all the all the kind of shit that divides us, and you just approach somebody at the surface level, even if it's just a quick conversation about nothing, mm-hmm. then none of that bullshit gets fucking spewed onto that. Sometimes it's it's good to keep like like coworkers at just that surface level, of course, because you you know you start like I was in the break room at my job the other day. And this guy starts talking about how Trump Trump declassified that stuff, and you know, and uh, yeah, oh, it's all a witch, witch hunt against him. And then my opinion of that guy just instantly was like, "Whoa, you're obviously like fucking insane if you believe it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it makes you like not want to be around that dude, right? And and then, but I I, but I have to tell myself, you know, just still don't maybe don't be so judgmental and just be kind. Because you're not going to win anybody over by saying, you know what, <laughs> you got fooled, you got conned. No, yeah. no one likes to be conned and say that they were wrong. Or maybe I voted for the wrong guy and he's a really is a piece of shit. No one like, you know, I think that's what a lot of that is. People don't want to admit that they were ever fooled or, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. And I definitely, I've talked to people who have voted for Trump and they were like, yeah, I fucked up. But there's so many mm-hmm. of those people that are just, they are steadfast, dude. They are right. steadfast. Like, they fucking bleed manga, dude. And they dude, are just. I saw just... a guy yesterday said had an ultra MAGA hat on. What, what it was ultra MAGA? Like, if, was it ultra MAGA 64? I don't know. I didn't see, like, I just saw ultra MAGA and I just kind of rolled my eyes. You know? I could tell you, I could tell you what he didn't drink. A Bud Light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is ultra MAGA? That's like, no doubt about it, I'm racist. Is that what that means? Like, yeah, like, like, like super duper uber racist. Like, I'm not just Republican. <laughs> like, like I've got a Klan fucking outfit somewhere in my pickup truck. You know, like I have a mega dildo that I fuck myself with. <laughs> That's what yeah. ultra MAGA means. <laughs> like, oh man, yeah, he's they just this, egg the fuck kid. out of themselves. And then he's in the grocery store with his kid, and I'm thinking, poor kid, they're probably like embarrassed. Like, let me put my like the politician I worship on my hat. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that idol worship shit. Like, I don't understand it. And I think also too that that's because we come from the punk scene. Our 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 influences our our influences are like who we thought were like the big stars. Mm-hmm. aren't really stars they're not really celebrities they're like like you got to record with joe clear mm-hmm. did you ever think that uh, when you were a 15 year old kid listening to 
love songs for the retarded or don't back down. Did you ever think in a million years, 20 years, you know, almost 30 years later, you'd be recording with him? No, I, I never thought I would, I would talk to him or, or, or have him say, maybe you, what about if you did this in a song or, or yeah, like, no, not at all. Yeah. You know? Like it's completely like that. There, there is no celebrity. Right. There is no celebrity within punk rock. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's Billy Joe Armstrong and, and, and Green Day is at a whole nother strat- stratosphere. Mm-hmm. But like, but you've recorded with Joe Queer. I've had a beer with Jay Bentley from Bad Religion. I right. hung out with the dudes in Mad Caddies. And I, you know, like, like I've had conversations with so many people within the punk scene that, I mean, I got to interview Jughead. Right. And and you never felt like the disconnect of like they're living in a different reality. It's like, no, this is a person like me that I can relate to, which is yeah, they're just like us. They just had they just had the 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 strength to and the will to go out there and put out put out records, line themselves with really good record labels, constantly tour and put themselves in a situation where they got to the success level that they did. That's right. Yeah. And it wasn't given to them and it was earned, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they put, you got to put, they, they also you put themselves out there. People could talk shit and say your stuff sucks or, you know, there's a lot of people who have a lot of talent, but won't put themselves out there. No, they won't because they're for, I mean, for insecurity or anxiety or whatever reason, they just don't put themselves out there. Like, oh, there's, there's just in my little town, there's people like, a million times better at the guitar, but they they'll just try to learn someone else's songs. You know, write yeah. your own, write your own song. But maybe they don't know how to. Yeah, but I mean, you just got to try. And your first song's gonna suck, and you know, a lot of songs are gonna suck. Oh but yeah, just, you know. I remember my first band I was ever in. We were called the Barney Killers. <laughs> I remember this. Yes, <laughs> and I was just I was fourteen years old. And I was learning how to play the guitar, and I had yeah. no fucking clue. And I had a couple of my buddies, and we practiced in his garage a few times. And I wrote like the most stoop, like the the most fourteen year old fucking <laughs> style writing songs, <laughs> like about anarchy and why the why the pretty girl doesn't like me. You know, like the most just... <laughs> right. But you know what's really cool is there's not many fourteen year olds getting together in a garage and writing the country song that's true that's true you know what i mean there's like there's a reason why punk speaks to the youth and and to people who are energetic you know because it was never meant to be serious right it's not a for virtuosos if you're a virtuoso i mean what are you doing in this genre yeah i mean or or you end up developing outside the genre you know people that not that people think they're better than the genre, but people who get better as as musicians and songwriters will tend to kind of go outside of the punk lines. Uh, when, <laughs> I'm just making it. I'm just saying all this because I suck it up. <laughs> yeah, we we we're basically we're saying we we were sucking musicians. Um, <laughs> subpar, sub subpar at best. I mean, you know, mediocre, mediocre at the top of the line. <laughs> Well, you know what? Sometimes the best things in life are simple things. 
You yeah. know what? And I truly believe that. I always tell my wife, I go, honey, I'm a simple man with simple needs. Mm-hmm. There is a, not mean, a lot. There is not. I mean, I am pretty much the same every day. Like, I know what I need to survive. I don't need, you know, a, a million dollars and, you know, like, give me caviar. a TV, Give me some food. Give me a pack of cigarettes. Um <laughs> a couple t-shirts a couple one pairs of underwear and i'm good to go man <laughs> there's not a lot that i fucking need to survive dude right you sometimes know. there's more uh, you know energy and like a super fast drum beat than the super fast guitar solo you know what yes. i mean or, or or sometimes a cheeseburger is better than a fucking real expensive meal like you know i don't know no, like you're right. Like you could go to this like all star like Italian bistro, or you could go down to that Chinese buffet that's down the street. Yeah, lesser creatures is the 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 Chinese buffet with the guy in the back who's who, who's <laughs> baking sushi rolls, <laughs> and the ashes are dropping in your food. That's that's the that's the food we have. Yes, you're the you're the you're the Chinese buffet Unwashed guy who bags your food. <laughs> unwashed hands and some bugs but you know what it's the best flavor best flavor man but 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 best flavor at arizona because that's what it all is about is the flavor yes (laughs) speaking from uh-huh do you know who i saw last weekend uh i don't they're from arizona uh i have no idea they're from tempe <laughs> getting colder <laughs> big in the 90s 
Mm, oh, Gin Blossoms. Gin Blossoms, dude. I was looking in the mirror and it reminded me. Yeah, well, because you look like Robin Wilson from Gin Blossoms. No, because I'm covered in Gin Blossoms. You're covered in Gin Blossoms. You remembered. <laughs> no, I forgot. Yeah, your Facebook post. Yeah, that's so cool. Did you have a good time? Dude, I had a fucking blast, dude. Dude, I had a, and I thought of you too. I'm, we're there, and I'm like, you know, they they say they're like, hey, we're Jim, we're the Jim Blossom from Tempe, Arizona. And I looked at my <laughs> wife and go, Nick's from not too far from there. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's cool. My, what my uncle used to work with the singer. At oh, some, really? Yeah, it's like some shit job. And uh, he was like, he would tell my uncle, yeah, we're, my band is gonna play. We're the Jim Blossoms, and he's like, yeah, whatever. You guys probably suck. And he never saw him, but then, like, like you know, then a couple of years later, he sees, oh, shit, that's the dude I fucking worked with. That's the dude I fucking worked with. And they were some of the fucking nicest guys, dude. That's cool. Like, I... really humble, like, really. I mean, they're playing on a stage in a mall parking lot, you know, like, mm-hmm. but 20, you know, 30 years ago, they were playing arenas and shit. But they, they worked the crowd, dude. They that's worked cool. the crowd like it was thousands of people, dude. It was fucking cool, man. So yeah, well, I'm, they're, I'm sure they're having fun doing it. Yeah, you, know? you do it this long. I mean, you're doing it this long, man. You have to find some fun in it, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, but I just it made me think of you, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to tell Nick I saw the Jim Blossoms. <laughs> when you think Jim Blossoms, think of my face. I think of your face. <laughs> Before I go to bed at night, I think of your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. And then I bust a fat one on my chest and go to bed. <laughs> We're fucked up, but we're 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 a good time. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Oh, so before I let you go, man, I know we've been, dude. It's it's blown right past, man. Oh yeah. I mean, this time has gone really (laughs) fast because you have a dentist appointment. I know you got to scram, but um, uh, I just wanted to give you this opportunity to just kind of like plug the, the the split and whatever else you have going on, man. Oh yeah, yeah the. Big thank you to Last Exit Music to get everything out and you know the Europe and Germany and everywhere over there and then Mom's Basement, the United States. So yeah, the split is coming out on the tenth of next month. That's awesome. So July tenth, the split's coming out with the Hawaiians. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beppo and those guys are fucking awesome. They um, are, and their songs on this are great. Oh, their, songs, their songs are so good. I. I I this love them, true. dude. I love the last, the last full length they put out, and I, I'm excited. I'm excited to fucking hear from them. I have to get Beppo on the podcast. We we tried a few times and it didn't work, but yeah. I got to get that dude out. Got to get that dude up. Something with the way their something with the way their internet's out there, man. We just could not connect with each other. Really? Yeah, man. I I tried about two times with him. And um, I even had like some like technical shit when I was talking um, from the the one dude from the the cheap pops. I mm-hmm. even had issues like that too with 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 their Wi Fi too, wow. with his connection. Yeah, dude, it was really bizarre. Huh, that sucks. Yeah, I don't know if it's maybe maybe my anchor is just not really compatible with their system or what. But like, yeah, mm-hmm. I tried to get contacted with Beppo a few times. Well, there's, there's got to be a way. You gotta, gotta be it. a way, because it, and it'll work good. Because right now it's late in Germany, and 
It works good for your schedule. You can do yeah, it. Yeah, and you know what? And you know what too? I got a new like little. Uh, a buddy of mine won a uh, a podcast set, like a mixing mm-hmm. board and like a microphone and stuff. Nice. And I'm gonna try to come up with a better system for to do the podcast instead of just doing it straight through the phone like this. Maybe you could just record it and then just play that recording over Anchor or something. Yeah, yeah, figure out a new way to do it or, you know, like keep doing it like this. I mean, mm-hmm. shit, I've been able to do it two years doing it this way, so. Yes. You know what, and people like the low quality because it's punk rock. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, they like the shitty recordings. They're like, John didn't try very hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, mediocre. Right. He's the mediocre. He's the Chinese buffet of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep their expectations low, and then they'll be happy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I still have listenership. I mean, people people tune in every every episode, <laughs> so I must be doing something right. Yeah. Oh, you and, are. And I'm really good at I'm really good at self promotion. You know, I just. <laughs> It's kind of what I whore. do, man. <laughs> What's that? You're not a media whore. I am a media. I am. A, I'm not as bad as Athena, but I am a media <laughs> whore. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's okay. You got to promote yourself. You know. Yeah, she'll she'll be the first one to admit. But her episode, listen, I'll never forget her first episode. She plastered herself everywhere, dude. She was dropping <laughs> the episode everywhere, dude. <laughs> and then about about a week after the episode come out, I, I look, I'm like, 50 plays. Uh-huh. I was like, that's solid. And then I check the following week, 80 plays. And then I see the next week, 120 plays. I went, it worked. Yeah. It worked. <laughs> she, she media whored herself out, and I was like, <laughs> God bless you, Athena Athens. You know what? You got you to gotta be your own pimp sometimes. Sometimes. You gotta, if you want to make that cheddar, dude. <laughs> even if it's just coins just coins just you know some nickels and dimes a few quarters thrown in <laughs> you put them in rolls take it the coin star you know i just gotta do what you gotta do man <laughs> i wish i had enough coins to go to coin star it'd be nice i'm waiting Me for too. i need to start doing that my dad used to do that shit when i was a kid <laughs> he would take like an old like uh like a colligan jug you know, like the Colgan Man jugs, the water jugs. Oh yeah, uh-huh. like like the big ones, like the kind that went like water, like water coolers. Uh huh. And he would fucking fill it up. He would just throw his change in there. And okay. the one day, my dad ended up going to Coinstar and dumping one of those, and there was like eight hundred dollars in there, dude. Jeez. Yeah, Crazy. I'm like, why the fuck don't I do that with my loose change? You should do that with cigarette butts. And then once it gets to the top, you have to quit. Boy, I probably would have filled up about eight of those by now. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I've been smoking. I've been smoking. I've been hardcore smoking since I was fifteen, so that would be twenty-seven years. Wow. Yeah, and I even quit when I was in the military. I quit. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was in boot camp for six months, dude. Crazy. <laughs> and then and then I got I had to get out of it because I had a pre-existing injury. Like they knew about it, but I had a pre-existing injury when I when I when I uh, sk- was skateboarding, and uh, I shattered my knee and I had problems with my knee as I was in boot camp. And instead of letting me go through, they 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 already three F'd me out of there. 
God bless skateboarding. See? Yes, God bless. Yep, got me out of the Marine Corps, dude. Fuck yeah. It's another reason why skate skating is the best. <laughs> yep. But 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 I got I came out kind of off, dude. What do you mean, like out of the military? Yeah, when I got out of the military, I was a little bit off. Like I just I wasn't fully formed soldier. Uh-huh. And I wasn't quite like civilian. Like I came out like a like a like a messed up Robopunk. Like kind of <laughs> like Robocop where I was like half machine and half man. <laughs> Sounds like a B movie. Yeah, like I got, I got all aggro and I was like, I gotta listen to hardcore music and pound some skulls. Well, just just so you feel better, nobody comes out of the military normal. I don't think I've ever met anybody who's not all fucked up who wasn't in the military <laughs> well yeah it depends if you've seen warfare too dude you know like no, i don't know no, i'm just I saying just had like, boot camp, as, dude. As just a, no i just mean like a general rule even if you just go in and you just like play around on the radio like that's your job or like yeah. you just put like, gas in trucks you're still gonna you're still all weird when you come out <laughs> yeah, you're like i can't conform to this world I, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like do weird shit like pissing pissing gas tanks and shit dude like yeah, a little I, I, off. I'm, I'm just stereotyping but no i've met some cool like <laughs> yeah yeah we can't stereotype all military guys or you know there's some cool ones there's some weird ones mm-hmm. you know just like punks there's some cool ones there's some weird ones yeah we fall in the we fall in the middle it's fine you know yeah we know we know our we're in our 40s we know our role dude like we know what we are <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like it is what it is man like i've done my time i ain't got nobody to impress that's right that's right <laughs> but I, I i do more as i get older i'm wearing shoes instead of flip-flops because i'm embarrassed of my feet oh really and if i run into anybody i know like or that anyone that might know me i don't want them to see my toes if i'm not at work i'm in fucking i'm in my sandals dude <laughs> legit <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't care what my feet look like. I really don't care, dude. <laughs> Do you have healthy toenails? Um, my wife has to trim them for me because they're a little thicker, like especially like my big toes. Like <laughs> I've developed so really thick toenails, so she has to cut them. Like she has to cut them probably like every two three weeks. <laughs> they grow super fast and super, and they're kind of they're kind of gnarly. Oh, I could just like, imagine her with a welding helmet on. That's about what she's going to have to do. I told her she may have to get, like, garden shares. <laughs> like, those fucking curved ones and, like, like like how you cut your dog nails. I'm like, she's going to have to get something like that for me. <laughs> it's like Edward Scissorhands of your feet. Yeah, exactly. She's like, I got to make these feet pretty. And I'm like, baby, just try your best. <laughs> <laughs> just make them look, just make them look acceptable. <laughs> well, I think you should switch to shoes. No, dude, it's summertime, dude. Fuck that, man. You well, gotta remember, we get humidity out here, dude. Yeah, it's it's nasty. It's gonna be like 106 here today. Ooh, that's uh, that's gross, dude. It's 77 degrees today here. Oh man, talk about nice. Yeah, but then tomorrow it's gonna be like 85, and I think we're gonna get like 40 percent humidity, dude. So it's gonna be sticky. Oh, well. Yeah, when it gets above, like, 35% humidity, dude, it gets a little gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's been the punk rock weather report. With with John and Nick. <clears throat> <laughs> but that's what we do, man. This is what we do when we get together, man. Right. But I should probably let you go because you got to get, get your teeth did. Yep, I got to jump in the car and head to the fucking dentist. Uh, 
well, good luck, my man. The dentist is never a fun visit, man. Well, it's better than work. Yes, that is true. That is true. Either you're getting drilled by the dentist or you're getting drilled by your boss. No! <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Make sure to tip your waitress, everybody. John's out. <laughs> well, man, enjoy the rest of your day. It was a pleasure talking to you and always, man. This was a lot of fun. You too, bro. Have a great day. Hey, you too, man. We got to do this more often. Episode 100. Episode 100 coming fast, man. <laughs> All right, brother. Nice talking to you. Nice talking to you too, Nick. You have a great day, man. Okay. See you later. Peace.